Hello, crypto enthusiasts. It's your amiable finance aficionado, and joining me is... Ah, sidekick? I do believe crypto collaborator suits me better. Delighted to impart some Bitcoin insights with all of you. Absolutely splendid, my dear crypto collaborator. We have some rather thrilling updates to impart to our esteemed listeners, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely smashing. Let's delve straight into it. Genesis Global, following a legal spat with the New York Attorney General, has opted to concede. They're all prepared to reimburse funds to their former clients and creditors in connection with the Gemini Earn program. Quite the display of justice, wouldn't you say? And speaking of money, have you observed the recent fluctuations in the price of Bitcoin? It's akin to a thrilling roller coaster ride, isn't it? Indeed. With the surge in investor interest in US-based spot Bitcoin ETFs and the impending halving event, it's akin to observing a high-stakes poker match. Quite right, old chap. It's all the drama of a high-stakes game, but without the poker chips. And would you believe it, the SEC is under fire, receiving a good roasting from US senators for their handling of crypto enforcement actions. More of a crypto grilling session, wouldn't you say? I wouldn't mind being a fly on that wall. Neither would I. But let's return to the matter at hand, shall we? Shall we delve into the specifics now? Have you caught wind of the latest commotion in the crypto realm? It's akin to a riveting drama series, but with more numerical intrigue and a distinct lack of memory loss. Ah, the Genesis Global Saga? Quite the enthralling tale, I must say. It's reminiscent of a real-life game of Monopoly, only with crypto coins instead of the traditional paper money. Quite the intriguing twist, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Genesis Global, the insolvent crypto lender, has just reached a settlement with none other than New York's Attorney General, Letitia James. Quite the intriguing turn of events, wouldn't you say? Indeed, and it's not just any legal dispute. It pertains to the Gemini Earn Crypto Lending Program, which Genesis Global operated in collaboration with the U.S.-based crypto exchange Gemini. They stand accused of deceiving customers to the tune of a staggering $1.1 billion. That's an impressive number of zeros, isn't it? But hold on, there's more. The restitution sought was later revised to a staggering $3 billion due to the addition of thousands of investors who claimed they had been misled about the product's safety. Quite the analogy, isn't it? It's akin to purchasing a car that's been advertised as equipped with airbags, only to discover, upon impact, that the airbags were merely images of balloons. Quite the deceptive maneuver, wouldn't you say? As part of the settlement, Genesis Global has graciously agreed to reimburse the funds to former Earn customers and its own creditors. Quite the honorable gesture, wouldn't you say? And they've decided to cease operations in New York. Now, it's almost as if they're conveying, New York, we hold you dear, but you're proving to be quite the challenge. Ah, but that's just a single installment in the ongoing Genesis Global Saga. They've had a number of other run-ins with state regulators, and there's still the small matter of a lawsuit from Gemini regarding the rather unfortunate demise of the EARN program. It's undoubtedly a challenging period for them. However, one must acknowledge that such are the perils of engaging in the high-stakes realm of crypto, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, my dear fellow. And for our esteemed listeners, do bear in mind, always conduct thorough research before delving into any investment. Don't allow the temptation of swift wealth to cloud your discernment. Indeed, my dear listeners, always bear in mind that not all that glitters is Bitcoin. A shrewd piece of advice, wouldn't you agree? Where? You know, we do have a penchant for a thrilling roller coaster ride, don't we? And Bitcoin appears to be on quite the exhilarating journey of its own in the crypto market. Quite the spectacle, wouldn't you say? Absolutely delightful analogy. It's akin to observing a captivating ballroom dance. 
Bitcoin recently executed a graceful maneuver, surpassing the $48,000 milestone, a height it hadn't reached in nearly a month. It was akin to witnessing a breakdancer execute a flawless spin on his head, only to land with impeccable poise on his feet. That's a striking metaphor. However, it didn't maintain that stance for long, did it? For our esteemed listeners who may not be well-versed in this matter, could you kindly elucidate the significance of this occurrence? Indeed, it's as if Bitcoin momentarily lost its balance and had to regain its composure above the $47,000 mark. Nonetheless, it's quite remarkable, considering its previous ascent to $48,000 back on January 11th. That was the day following the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission's approval of 11-spot Bitcoin ETF applications. These ETFs, or exchange-traded funds, represent a distinctive investment vehicle that tracks the price of Bitcoin. Ah, the ETFs. They've been the life of the party, haven't they? Attracting a staggering $8 billion since their debut. It's as if everyone is vying for a slice of the action. Absolutely. They've certainly simplified the process for both retail and institutional investors to join the Bitcoin festivities without the need to navigate the often perplexing realm of crypto-native platforms. It's akin to relishing the music without delving into the intricacies of the DJ's mixing desk, wouldn't you say? And there's the upcoming having event, isn't there? It's rather like the intermission in our dance-off analogy, wouldn't you agree? Could you kindly elucidate the significance of this occurrence for our esteemed listeners? Quite right. Anticipated to take place in April or May, it's causing quite a stir, isn't it? It's akin to the DJ announcing an unexpected guest performance. The halving process will have the Bitcoin mining reward, thereby reducing the number of new Bitcoins making their debut on the dance floor by 50%. This often triggers a surge in price due to scarcity. Quite the intriguing phenomenon, wouldn't you say? So it appears we're on the brink of a scarcity-induced price surge, wouldn't you say? It's akin to the moment when the bar announces last call, and there's a sudden rush to place orders, causing a delightful surge in the price of libations, wouldn't you agree? And I dare say the crypto mining companies are akin to the bartenders, diligently preparing for the impending rush, wouldn't you agree? Indeed, one could make that comparison. Companies such as CleanSpark, Marathon Digital, Riot Platforms, Kanan, and Hive Digital Technologies are all endeavoring to expand their mining capacity. It's as if they are diligently stocking up on extra bottles and ice, preparing for the imminent last call. Well, it's quite an enthralling time in the world of crypto, isn't it? Let's observe how this captivating dance-off unfolds. And to our esteemed listeners, we'd be absolutely delighted to hear your perspectives on this. Do you reckon Bitcoin will continue its graceful waltz? Or might it take a brief intermission? We eagerly await your insights. Let's shift our focus for a moment, shall we? It seems there's a bit of a commotion in the political arena, or dare I say, a clash of titans in the hallowed halls of the Senate. Certain esteemed U.S. senators are engaging in a spirited debate with the SEC regarding their approach to enforcing regulations within the realm of cryptocurrency. Could you kindly provide us with a comprehensive breakdown of this intriguing development? Indeed. It appears that five distinguished U.S. senators from the Senate Banking Committee have seen fit to question the SEC's dependability in their ongoing crypto enforcement endeavors. They've taken the initiative to craft a letter addressed to the esteemed chair of the SEC, Mr. Gary Gensler, articulating their reservations and seeking clarification on this matter. Oh, a letter. How intriguing. Pray, what seems to be the bone of contention in this spirited exchange? Ah, it appears they're particularly perturbed by the SEC's handling of the case involving a Utah-based crypto company known as Digital Licensing Inc., operating under the moniker Debtbox. 
This incident seems to have raised doubts about the SEC's other enforcement actions, whether they were based on deliberate misrepresentation of evidence or inadvertent presentation of false information in the Deb T. Box case. Quite the serious allegation indeed. And what, pray tell, has been the SEC's retort to this? The SEC's proposed remedy involves mandatory staff training and personnel reshuffling. However, the esteemed senators are of the opinion that this measure falls short of addressing the issue at hand. They assert that it is simply unacceptable for any federal agency, particularly one that upholds its regulatory mandate through enforcement actions rather than rulemaking, to conduct itself in an unethical and unprofessional manner. That's quite a lot to wrap one's head around, isn't it? The SEC's involvement in the cryptosphere has indeed been rather conspicuous, wouldn't you say? It's not solely confined to the debt box affair, is it? Quite right, old chap. The SEC has been casting a discerning eye over a multitude of crypto firms, including the likes of Coinbase, Binance, Ripple, Gemini, Kraken, and Bittrex, all in relation to purported securities law transgressions. This has sparked criticism from a number of lawmakers who argue that the SEC is leveling accusations of non-compliance at crypto firms and wielding enforcement measures without establishing a coherent regulatory framework for the industry to adhere to. Quite the conundrum, isn't it? It's akin to reprimanding someone for not adhering to the rules, yet neglecting to furnish them with said rules in the first instance, wouldn't you say? Absolutely spot on. It's an intricate situation, and I'm rather intrigued to observe how it all plays out. Absolutely. The crypto world is akin to a bustling dance floor, with everyone striving to synchronize their steps with the ever-changing rhythm of regulations. And speaking of dance moves, our dear friend Kraken has just executed a rather impressive maneuver. Would you be so kind as to dissect this feat for us? Indeed. Kraken, the US-based crypto exchange, has recently declared its registration as a virtual asset service provider with the De Nederlandse Bank, the Dutch central bank. It's akin to receiving the DJ's nod to spin your own tracks at the club, wouldn't you say? Quite the astute observation. So what implications does this hold for Kraken and its esteemed clientele? Indeed, this registration grants Kraken the privilege to provide its exchange, transfer, custody, and digital wallet services for virtual assets to both retail and institutional customers in the Netherlands. It's akin to showcasing your own distinctive dance moves on the floor, all in accordance with the club's regulations, of course. And they're certainly no strangers to the dance floor, are they? Absolutely not. This marks Kraken's fourth licensing triumph in Europe, following successful ventures in Spain, Italy, and Ireland. They even extend their crypto services to Belgium through a licensed subsidiary. It's as if they're embarking on a grand world tour, wouldn't you agree? But it's not all smooth sailing, is it? I've heard that some crypto exchanges have had to bid adieu to the Netherlands. Indeed, quite right. It appears that some prominent virtual asset service providers such as Binance, Bitpanda, and Gemini found themselves obliged to pack up their turntables and make a hasty exit, citing their inability to meet the stringent requirements set forth by the DNB. However, it's worth noting that nearly 40 other esteemed providers, including the likes of Coinbase, Crypto.com, BitPay, and eToro, have managed to secure their registration with the DNB. It's akin to a club with an exceedingly discerning and selective guest list, wouldn't you agree? Kraken seems to be making quite the splash on the global dance floor. Let's keep an eye on their performance, shall we? Ursal. Ah, you know how we relish staying abreast of the latest in the crypto realm, don't we? Well, there's rather intriguing tidings from Optimism, that Layer 2 blockchain network. 
Ah, you're referring to the one focused on enhancing velocity and curbing transaction costs through the compression of transaction data, aren't you? Ah, indeed. They've made the rather intriguing announcement that they will be suspending Ether withdrawals for an hour on February 15th. It's all part of a comprehensive test for their enhanced incident response system, you see. Fascinating. So, they're endeavoring to bolster their capacity to manage security incidents across various chains within their ecosystem, correct? Indeed. This brief hiatus will impact the withdrawal of ETH from the Layer 2 network to the Ethereum main network. Even the withdrawals of Ethereum-based ERC-20 tokens and NFTs are anticipated to pause during this trial. But fear not, it shan't have any bearing on deposits from the main network to the Layer 2 network, nor on regular transactions, shall it? Absolutely spot on. During this brief hiatus, Optimism will be providing regular updates on its network status page. The upgrade will introduce a new feature to their incident response system, potentially leading to a simultaneous halt in withdrawals across all blockchains within the Optimism ecosystem. Quite the intricate maneuver, wouldn't you say? Quite the leap forward from their current setup, which only allows for the suspension of withdrawals on a single chain, wouldn't you say? Indeed. This innovative feature has already been implemented on Optimism's test network. The forthcoming one-hour trial will serve as a real-world litmus test to ascertain its functionality in a live setting. Indeed, it's quite enthralling to witness the evolution and adaptation of these networks. Take Optimism, for example, with its intricate ecosystem of Layer 2 chains collectively referred to as the Super Chain. Quite the fascinating development, wouldn't you say? And their primary network is the OP Mainnet, complemented by other esteemed networks such as Base and Zora. It truly encapsulates an entire cosmos of possibilities, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's our responsibility to navigate this ever-evolving landscape and deliver the most captivating updates to our esteemed audience. So, do stay tuned for further developments on this and other scintillating topics within the cryptosphere. Always delving into the fascinating crossroads of technology and gaming, aren't we? Absolutely. It's akin to the perfect pairing of fish and chips, or in my case, debugging and a spot of late-night tea. Laughs. Quite right. I've stumbled upon an intriguing development. Community Gaming, a blockchain-based esports tournament platform, has joined forces with Tools for Humanity, the brains behind the orb devices for Sam Altman's crypto venture, WorldCoin. Ah, WorldCoin and their futuristic orb devices, they're using iris scanning for biometric verification, aren't they? It's like a scene straight out of a sci-fi flick, isn't it? Quite so. However, in this instance, Community Gaming has opted for a less stringent security protocol. Esports players will be able to verify themselves using a mobile device, eschewing the need for the orb device. It's a move towards greater accessibility, you see. Indeed, a shrewd maneuver, but what's the rationale behind this collaboration? Ah, indeed, it's all about maintaining a level playing field, isn't it? The World ID feature will serve as a formidable deterrent against players attempting to gain an unfair advantage by creating multiple accounts. It's akin to having a digital referee overseeing the proceedings, wouldn't you say? Ah, quite the analogy. It's akin to a discerning bouncer at an exclusive club, meticulously checking IDs and ensuring that everyone adheres to the rules of engagement. And I dare say, the World ID will undoubtedly bestow a sense of distinction upon the esteemed verified players, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely splendid. And the cherry on top? This remarkable feature will be introduced in the upcoming weeks, commencing with tournaments in Latin America. The likes of PUBG, Marvel Snap, Axie Infinity, and Free Fire will play host to the esteemed World ID. Quite the enthralling development, wouldn't you say? 
Ah, indeed. WorldCoin has found itself under the microscope regarding data protection and privacy matters, hasn't it? Quite the intriguing conundrum, I must say. Quite so indeed. It has indeed faced scrutiny in various jurisdictions. However, let's observe with keen interest how this collaboration unfolds. After all, in the realm of technology and gaming, adaptability and innovation reign supreme, don't they? Absolutely. It's akin to my late-night coding escapades. One never quite knows what one shall conjure, but the journey is unfailingly exhilarating.